Talking Sauce, episode 96. The 96, the year I was born, dude. Shouts wow. Out. Shouts out That's that year. Wild. Milestones. Mm-hmm. It's a big time. It's a milestone. <laughs> almost to 99, almost to 100. Big time, Episode dude. 96 in the building, Sunday morning. Gentlemen, how was New Year's Eve for you guys? It was good. I just was over at the girlfriend's house, you know what I'm saying, hanging out. Good time. That was cool. We went to Drive Shack, though, dude. That shit. Oh, yeah? Forgot about that. Yeah, we went to Drive Shack for a couple hours. Dude, that shit's fun. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, it's one of those things, like, you kind of have to have some golf skill. And, like, I ain't got no, like, I ain't got no golf skill. I've played golf, like, three times in my life. But it was actually, like, they they did a pretty good job of making it, like, you don't have to be that good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can kind of land fucking anywhere and something's going to happen. So. Cool. But that was a good time, dude. about you? Hell, yeah. Uh, I just chilled, watched a movie with the wife, and drank heavily. Nice, it. dude. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the um, the fucking New York Times, you know, the New York Times Square bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Whack. It was Pretty hella whack, whack, dude. It was super whack. Because uh, it was empty now, too, right? Like, it was yeah, yeah, it was empty. empty. What they did was they had, like, I don't know if they were just staff or, like, random uh, select, like, audience members, but they had, like, all these... They had, like, the same, like, block-type shits blocked off, and then they would have, like, these inflatable sections on the ground that are, like, barriers, and they had, like, groups of, like, three. Can you imagine? It was, like, it was like for, like, visual spacing type yeah. shit. Yeah, can you imagine doing that, though? Like, like New Year's Eve, you and, like, three people go be real fucking cold in, like, a little inflatable square? I mean, could you imagine doing that when it's not a pandemic? I mean, yeah, no, that's that looks like even Sounds more of like a fucking AIDS, claustrophobic bro. nightmare. Like, it... <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah. does but like, just imagine but now like at least there's other people you know what I'm saying like some body heat like, my thing is like it's not warm up there right now body right? heat it's all just alcohol breath I mean that's true but you're warm you're gonna catch a, you're gonna get sick from doing that anyway that's true I mean yeah no it looks miserable regardless fuck New York City yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell them nah, just let's fucking just that. make that known now <laughs> I love it um <laughs> No, nah, I, I didn't even watch the ball drop. I think I was asleep by like eleven fifty. Like I was <laughs> asleep like ten minutes before. I was fighting it all night. Yeah, all night. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to like some party and really, you know, doing your thing, you're gonna just be like, Ooh. yeah. You're just playing Tarkov, dude. Play some Is Tarkov. What happened? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was hanging out with Megan. We watched. Uh, we watched this movie called Knives Out. Oh shit, dude! I, I kind of wanted to see that. Was it good? <sighs> It's not good. So <laughs> not a, that's what you just asked me is not a, a complicated answer or not a simple answer, man. It's mm. a very complicated. Okay, movie. break it down, dude. I, it, long story short, I really don't want to get into this whole movie, but it's it's got a good cast. Uh, it's got a really good story. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was already a well written book, and then I watched a horrible movie rendition of that really good book. Uh, was it a it book originally? No, or, no. <laughs> Okay. I don't think so. That was just the feeling. That was, that was <laughs> okay. the feeling I got. Uh, mm. It was wild. It was two hours and some change. And it, like, it has a really, really strong payoff. But like you got to watch for like, a, like an hour and a half before that payoff starts to... Starts to pay off? Yeah. So would you say it's worth watching? For me, no. Okay. For you, no. <laughs> <laughs> you might like it, though. I don't know, man. I don't know your fucking movie taste. That's fair. That's fair. It's like it's like a um. It's a little, got a little bit of humor. It's got a little bit of fucking uh, moral storytelling, and it's got a little bit of like thriller mystery. Okay. 
Uh, Again, strong cast. Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, uh, Daniel Craig, a couple other actors. So I remember seeing, like, commercials for them being like, wow, they got some, they pulled some people in for this. Yeah, that's almost part of the problem, too, is, like, strong actors like that doing very, very specifically traded characters. Mm -hmm. Like, they just kind of, like, overpower and overtake one another. Fuck it, I'll tell you right now, Daniel Craig plays a, a private detective who does, like, a foghorn leghorn voice. (laughs) <laughs> and it starts to like there's a couple there's a couple scenes where like the some of the dialogue has like self awareness to it and that gives you like some reprieve as the audience but like man is he's trying hard he's going he's going for it it's almost he's, like you could you think like he, you're watching you're like man man's is really trying to get some sort of recognition for this role uh, being this guy as like a character like you didn't know Daniel Gray could do this it's yeah like, man, he's just doing a he's, really stupid voice <laughs> not, it's a good movie it's alright <laughs> frustrated I hated on it for a couple I was movies frustrated was no I, I see that dude we had to we had to uh, found out rest in peace to a legend dude MF Doom all caps passed Bro. away uh, moved on back in uh, I guess it was Halloween apparently in October yeah it was back in Halloween which I, you know that's Shouts out to his family and yeah. camp for being able to do their thing privately. Yeah, which is obviously the way Releasing he would have wanted Releasing the news it. publicly on their terms, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's just, dude, what a fucking... A legend. Awful fucking year 2020 has been, dude. I feel like we've lost a lot of fucking... A lot of legends, Did you see that dude. thing I sent to you and James that was like someone did like a fucking... I'll have to show it to you later, Squirrel. It was like someone did a compilation image of all the people who passed away and it's really oh tragic. dude it was the shade room that's what it was dude. the shade room put together a compilation oh poster image of all the people passed looked like they were in heaven like sitting like for like a family photo but it, it just it was didn't, so it, poorly it photoshopped cringe. like but it, it had it and it had everybody and it just it looked fucked dude it was so bad it looked oh, fucked. I'll show it to you later yeah it looked fucked um, but, got a lot of hate. <laughs> yeah, who, who made that? The shade Room. It was the Shade Room. Big popular hip hop yeah. uh, news outlet. But mm. rest in peace, Doom, dude. Mm. Saw a huge outpouring Doom. from, you know, everybody on Twitter that day. Just pretty tragic. I mean, well, I'm probably already knew. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah you know. Some of, especially the guys like on his Not label. Not a lot of them, yeah. but, you know, he's close. Dude, I feel for his. His wife, dude. I mean, mm. a couple years ago, they lost their son, and yep. now him, you know, is fucking... What was he like? Terrible. In his 40s? Honestly, I have no idea, dude. He was, so, <laughs> he was such an enigma. He could have been like 25. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, yeah, I mean, rest in peace. For sure. Rest in power. Um, mm, most definitely. Episode 96. With it being episode 96, we got a shout out player of the war. Where's the number 96? Yeah, this is a current it. player. Someone who wears, not worn, wears. Miko Rantanen, the uh, the phenom, Finnish. Yep. Finnish phenom, winger right wing, there. Colorado right winger. Uh, he was drafted in the first round, 2015, I believe. Tenth overall. Tenth yep, overall. In the top 10. Um, yeah. Fucking speaking of power, power forward. Mm-hmm. This this guy, this kid. What is he? Twenty two, twenty three. He's got to be like twenty three now. Something like that. Maybe twenty four. Maybe twenty four. Sign a monster deal out there. Oh, dude. Twenty four. Twenty four. years old. Sign a monster deal out there. He's got. I mean, two hundred fifty points in two hundred eighty one games. I mean, he's <laughs> two hundred fifty points in two. Okay, so I mean, 
the trajectory is just off the charts for this kid already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fins make some great hockey players. For real, man. For, especially crazy. as of late. Yeah. Which is going to make stuff like the World Juniors and shit like that. It just makes it all the more fun to watch now mm-hmm. that it's Canada. Did you see? Well, it's funny. We, we've been saying that, too, and then you have what happened this year where Canada's just been Well, dominating. did you see the – was it this year that coach interview came out? I forget – I, I can't remember what country he was the coach for, but it was he was like, yeah, no, I mean, he's like, I mean, how many how many guys on their team have gotten drafted? Like, yeah, their whole fourth line is like second rounders. He's like, the best we got is two seventh rounders, a bunch of undrafted kids. He was like, is that? And the reporters like, is that what you told your team? He was like, yeah, that's exactly what I told my team. What are we gonna do? It's like these are all future NHLers. We got a bunch. You're just a bunch of guys, dude. Like we have no fucking shot. Oh. <laughs> Coach is so. It was a Tortorella. Did they hire Tortorella out there, bro? <laughs> I wish I could remember. Fucking, I don't even know if it was this year, but it could be any year. But uh, uh, yeah, Finn's great hockey players. But dude, he does have a minus twenty one in his career, and you're a big plus minus guy. He's probably. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let's something. Let me hear that again. Run it he's back. A, he's a minus twenty one in his career. You're a big plus minus guy. I know you're a big analytics guy in general. Somebody look up Ovechkin's plus minus. <laughs> don't look up Ovechkin's plus minus. Somebody dude. look that shit up real quick. 96, Miko Rantanen, you're awesome, but we got bigger fish to fry. You prove my point. <laughs> I about to prove a strong point. <laughs> this isn't that hard. Get your Google fingers going. Young Jamie Vernon, dude, out here. Really holding it down. Josh just texting other people about <laughs> un- unrelated things. Overall or for last season? Overall. Overall, bitch. 82. Career, plus 82. That's not that great. All right. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was, was that the really strong point? <laughs> He's one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. Uh-huh. His plus minus has always been, always been noted as not worth a damn. Okay. So what I'm saying is if your plus minus sucks. Last season it was minus 12. Minus 12? How many goals did he score last season? 48. 48 goals. Uh-huh. He's minus 12. If your plus minus sucks, correlates to you being a great offensive player. <laughs> <laughs> how's, that, how's that for analytics? <laughs> dude, I'm a fan. Dude. I think you could write a white paper on that, dude. Yeah. You can put that out there, but Miko Rantanen should hire me. They should. They, they should hire all of us, dude. You got to be the spearhead that breaks this Slow podcast. Down. Well, you got to get in there first. Start right, writing right, 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 articles, yeah, yeah, writing yeah. blogs. And well, then when they hire me as part of my hiring process, I'm like the whole team comes with. Me. Yeah, you got to pull us in, man. I got a whole podcast, is a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Get us on the payroll, dude. Maybe we'll start putting more effort in. But <laughs> and then they'll be impressed. And then and then so we really come to like, look, we know this is all like really low budget, shitty uh, quality, <laughs> no production, no no effort. No, there's really comics. not a lot of effort. So give us some money. <laughs> Make it worth give our us a time. platform. Make it worth our and time. Then we'll show you. <laughs> it's that just, isn't that how it works? Yeah, that's how yeah, I think so. Every job I've gotten is like, listen, I've done nothing to this point, but you give me this shot, I'll tell you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that's, that's what I also thought. Um, big shouts out, Ranton, and that Colorado team of the future is going to be so, so scary. For um, real. I mean, Bo Byram uh, hasn't even played yet with them. He's still got to come into the picture. That's crazy. They're going to have Gerard, fucking McCarr, mm-hmm. and Byram. Yep. And that's just their three defense guys. Sick. They're fucking... fucking 
Sick. Yeah. Um, big shouts out. Carolina Hurricanes. A little bit of news in the junior side. Yep. Entry-level side. Uh, we signed Reese and who else? Uh, Seth Jarvis. Seth which Jarvis. I think he was. He's our draft pick from this year, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, Was he first round? Yeah. Okay. I think so. But uh, And Jameson Reese is on the um, camp roster, too. Right. He's a guy I'm kind of excited about. Center? Yeah, uh, center, but he kind of plays that. Uh, he reminds me of Philly guy, Konechny. Just yeah, kind of that, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. plays a little, he pl- like, plays a little on the edge, you know what I'm saying? On a little smaller size guy, quick, but there's offense. But he's ratty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that, that's. He's a good comparison. And that's right-handed, the, too? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. But that's the kind of guy I would love to, that's the kind of guy I think we're really missing right now. Mm-hmm. Just the stirred up guy. Set, like, Svetch kind of does it, but it's not. You know Another young guy bringing that attitude yeah. is great. And, I mean, Seth Jarvis, everyone seems to be high on, so we'll see what happens. And then on the junior side, dude, have you been? Have you seen any of these Noel Gundler highlights? Kid can shoot. Dude, kid has a shot. Good size, right-handed, too. I think he's like 6'2", 180. No, a small kid. But, that's, I mean, that's some shit, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that wicked shot. And that Panama, Panamarov, I think, I think you say it Panamarov, but it's spelled, there's like, the way it's Pondorov. spelled. But, um, yeah, dude, have you seen any of his? No. He's been fucking uh, killing, I think, pretty sure Russia. Yeah. Um, but I've been seeing, like, not just slick offensive highlights, but there's a lot of, like, legit back-checking, skating the guy down, like, lift Stripping the, the stick, strip behind. the puck. Like, the kind of, the kind of it reminds me of the kind of shit we were seeing from uh, Tara Vine in there, like, before he became, who, like, in the NHL, like, an NHL comparison, before he became... As one of the best two way yeah. players ever. Yeah, there's just ever, low, those low, key, right yeah, now. just those Active. low key plays. Yeah, so I mean, just exciting to see our guys. You know, we kind of been betting on skill more than need in these past drafts. I feel like. Well, yeah, that's just it. I see, you know, for sure. Like we always seem to go for, we always end up acquiring through picks and prospect trades like these middle of the pack offensive talents and or these re- well-rounded defenders. Yeah. We never we never often find ourselves these very solidified role players. Yeah. You know, we, we get it for what we need on, like, the third-line gritty side, like in a McGinn or whatever, but we never have, like, the small ratty guy. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. I mean, Stahl's always sort of been the big park-it-in-front-of-the-net type of player, but he's not a prospect. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't have yeah. a lot of those type of defined guys. Yeah, which is something I do like. That I feel like the old old uh, regime didn't do was uh, draft like when you're drafting a guy. I feel like it's better to get a guy. It's like, listen, this guy is really good at shooting the puck. Like he's got a disgusting shot. We are gonna have to work on the defense, but he's got a disgusting shot. Whereas in the previous regime, I felt like they were like the most safe. They picked yeah, the it's like he's thing. pretty good at this and he's pretty good at everything, but he's right. never gonna be elite at anything. Um, and I, I just. When when you're drafting those kids, I feel like finding the guy, you know, like Line. I mean, Line when he came out, obviously he was considered a you know next generational talent, but just like betting on a guy like that, skill wise, you know, to exaggerate, he's a fucking pylon that could shoot. Yeah, you know, in terms of someone who needs to who who's like, look, this is what he's got, and this is what he needs to work on. For yeah, sure. so it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see it kind of paying off, dude. Even if a lot of them aren't ever going to make it, good trade prospects at the very least. Yep. You know what I'm saying. And the Kane's uh, Kane's uh, training camp starting. 
Is it? Is it starting? I guess, yeah, do fucking hockey in 11 days. Yeah. Huh? Um, That's crazy. It's so exciting. Yeah, and a lot of the usual suspects, Cotton Brothers were on there, a few other mm-hmm. names. Be interesting to see who, you know, maybe someone makes it out. Yeah. It's going to be a tough roster to crack, I think, especially the way uh, they've been talking. You know, Brenda Moore's been saying, like, I love the squad we've got right now. I think is the squad that Such can do it. Such a well-put-together team in terms of chemistry. For real. And notice who's notice who's not really playing, or notice who's who's left. And what's come out is, like, these sort of chemistry outliers. Hansels and yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I guess there's really what there's really one spot up for grabs, Williams' spot, exactly. Right? And well, who sat out for him? Not even really, because when he came back, it was like Dzingle sitting out and uh, well, speaking who, towards the chemistry thing. Yeah, so there's really there's kind of barely barely a spot uh, open up for anybody. You know You're not wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it should be, it's like you said, for anyone in the training camp roster to uh, want to crack the main roster, it's a tough mm-hmm. roster to crack. Shouts yeah. out the Hurricanes. Shouts out the Hurricanes. How, how many times did I say roster just then, Squirrel? Did you count? We got the roster count. Like three. Four included in the last one. You're wrong. Four included in the last Damn. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Um, darn, darn. Hoffman. Hoffman? He's gonna he's got a landing spot. Yep. Apparently. St. Louis. So I guess but through all the cap, you know, the, the these teams are like, oh word. There's, yeah, there's, there's, CBA, there's, there's salary crap. No, fuck the that cap? shit. Yeah. <laughs> never heard of it. Circumvent dude. all yeah. that. <laughs> salary Just, cap, never heard of it. Never that. heard of it, man. Um Yeah, Hoffman signs PTO in St. Louis with the intent to sign a contract. Um, one year for like about four and a half. Something like that. I think more, maybe a little more than that. Oh really? Either way, um, I don't understand why they need to wait for the season to start to put Tarasenko and uh, Steen's contract on the LTIR. I'm sure there is a reason that they uh, have to do it that way. But they're going to do that, um, and they they still need to sign Vince Dunn. So they'll have Hoffman and Dunn to get contracts done for. And then the bigger story, the more exciting one, was Tampa Bay, dude. Tampa Bay trading with Ottawa, trading Cedric, uh, Cedric, yeah, Cedric Paquette, and uh, fuck, who's the other guy they traded? Coburn. Coburn. Oh, Brent Coburn, yeah. And a second rounder to Ottawa for Anders Nielsen and Marion Gabrick, who Gabrick hasn't played since 2018, and Nielsen, I think, has concussion issues right now. And so they're putting both of them on LTIR. Yep. It's like $6 million of uh, cap space. A free cap yeah. space. They just earned back. And or, or you know can use now. yeah and Kucherov is also going to be going on LTIR because of his hip surgery so that his nine and a half is coming off the books and then they traded away the one point seven and one point six five they were uh, paying Coburn and Paquette and so they've opened up so like sixteen million dollars in cap space and I don't know how it works with the rest of Callahan's contract but not to really jump topics he retires he retired which shouts out to him big shouts out legend. Callahan decorated career. Uh, New York Rangers captain, mm-hmm. and because Tampa's so, where they go to retire. I, I was about to say, I just I love that little thing of all these different Rangers just going to Tampa one after the other. Cracked me the fuck up. They, they probably talk. They, they definitely just talked to each other. Like, dude, it's fucking lovely down here. The organization's great. Yeah. The fucking still get to wear blue. Yeah, still get to wear blue, dude. All your your outfits are all still. All work. your homies are down here. All the ties and stuff you bought are still gonna work yeah, down here. It works. Um. But uh, yeah, all's well that ends well for Callahan. Taking, you know, I think he had some injury stuff too at the end too, which probably helped 
accelerate that uh yeah that yeah, ending of his career but he gets to retire on his own terms in florida and in florida so good for good for callahan um and he'll be doing shit with the team i am sure oh, i'm you know sure what I'm yeah. they could see something for sure i mean with a guy with his career like that you know see something happening yeah um but what does that do? Do we have any guess what that does for the cap? Are they still paying him out for the rest of the year? If he retires, um, I think money they don't have to worry about. I think they it's money. Like you have to pay. You have to pay him, but, but it I think comes it's off your just. Cap, right? it's, I don't think it does. Oh, it doesn't. I think it's just like it's just there. Yeah, it's just money it's that hit. you have to pay. Yeah, gotcha. Which I don't see why richer teams don't do this more low key. Well, I think it's. I think. Like it's fucked up to tell a guy like you're like you know like if especially you know talk about like Robot Island why. and stuff like it's fucked up like dude I can play it's like but I think it has to be the out. right and I say right because yeah. it's not morally but it has to be the perfect situation you know what I mean it's just yeah coincidentally for Tampa this works out great yeah do you think did you, the Kucherov thing the LTIR do you think they uh, waited to do surgery uh, for the season. I'm sure they you do think that. they were like, me, we sure just won the cup all the time. We just won the cup. The season's chalked anyway. Let's you just take it. Make sure you're back healthy. Let's go run it back. It, Sam Coast is supposed to play though. I did see that. Yeah, he was about to be healthy. That's sick as fuck. I mean, yeah. And to back to the Kucherov thing. For all we know, and not to under, uh, not to underspin anything he's got going on injury wise, but maybe it's something he could have put off for another season or two. Yeah. And I mean, and I I like when teams do that though, kind of taking it out of hockey, like the Panthers and Christian McCaffrey, he's been having injuries this year. And it's just like, we know this year isn't the year. Take the time, make sure you're actually healthy. Like don't play a guy. What that's about. That's a part of your future. To your point. If, what if he was like going to him and there wasn't a pandemic? He's like, look, I really want to take care of this. Like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, no, I think you the, so the fifty-six game season helps. It, it's all about the timing, convenience for both parties. Yeah, who can who can incite or incentivize who to do what when? Yeah, um, and it, I think again, it all it all goes back to timing. Yeah, because um, to your Tampa point, is if, so lucky. If it's another full season, like nothing and nothing bad ever happened this year. Kucherov probably doesn't want to take the year off. He's like, I can play through this exactly. thing. Let's go get another cup. And like him and his time. agent and his and the doctors and everyone are like, look, this is the best time to do it. You were going to put it off until you couldn't, and now's the best time. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But let's also put in perspective, this is the team that just won the fucking Stanley Cup. Yeah. And they just got like almost 10 mil. 16 mil. Six, 16 million dollars in cap space. space. To acquire whomever they need to. Yeah, and I think they're they're already a good bit, a good chunk above the cap. I'm pretty sure with all the signings. Yeah. So I don't know where it ended up leveling off. Sure. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they, I think they're just fine now. They are just fine. A team that was right up against the cap now has no problems. Yeah. Speaking of uh, guys not playing for a season, Jonathan Tays also not playing in 2021. Because of uh, it was medical issues, I I never really read into. I don't think they ever disclosed what it was. At yeah, all. I like don't whether it was upper lower. I don't think they ever said anything. Well, it seems to be like like a, not like an injury so much as like a condition, kind right? Of, like in as the, a result. Yeah, yeah, in the same like vein of the well, you know, Marion Hosa ended up going through. We stuff could like as, that. we can assume concussion stuff like syndrome, that, but it's all speculation. But you know, so no, yeah, no, no it's crazy news on that. Um, and I hope sucks. he gets better. You yeah, know what I'm of course. Saying? Just as, uh, yeah. But, and Chicago's um, got to make that cap disappear. So, you know, John says, go play some golf, homie. Keep, yeah. Uh, keep pads off, bro. 10 mil, you can LTIR. Yeah. <laughs> keep pads off, bro. Um, but, yeah. And then uh, Pierre Luc Dubois, two years 
in Columbus. I don't remember know what the AAV is off the top of my head, but should, Col- respectable. should Columbus be worried, dude? If, uh, if you're a fan of Columbus and you're seeing the <laughs> every like <laughs> every year the like they seem to every year lose an important player. And, Thank yeah. God you got a, a guy like Nick Foligno on your fucking team, dude. Hold, just holding it, just holding that shit together. But I mean. Panarin was there. Eric Stahl. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But Think about should, that. And, but then you have a. I mean, you're Pierre Luc Dubois. People are are very excited about him as a player. I am at first least. round player. And um, like him in the playoffs, dude, came alive. He was killing it last yeah. season. Um, are you worried as a fan that this is just some like he's going to be gone? This is because I think this is just enough to get him to uh, unrestricted free agency. If I'm if I. If I remember if right, Pierre Luc Dubois doesn't explore free agency, I'm a ferret. <laughs> I mean, there's no way dude. you can't not have that opportunity and not take a yeah. look at it. I mean, that's true. That's true. But unless, it's just... unless they have an incredible season, they acquire another piece of the puzzle. Their defense, mm-hmm. I think, is still good to go. They acquire another piece of the puzzle offensively, and can. From that, convince him it's a team worth staying on. Who knows? Yeah. Otherwise, no shot. Like you need to you literally need all those things to happen. Yeah. Do you think it's a? Do you think it was the team not naming his pr- or not meeting his price, or do you think it was more that or more him being like, no, I'm only going like I'm doesn't matter. I'm only taking a bit of two both. years. Probably both. probably something like where they're like can't incentivize him just to go ahead and do the thing. He was and like, then, you can give me eight by ten and a half, I'll stay in there. Yeah, like, we're not we're doing like, that. We'll chill. We yeah. got to see what else happens. Yeah. He's like, well, I want to see what fucking happens. Yeah. And that's just where it goes, you know. Um, but also, too, we're at a point now with the league where unless it's just like this obvious situation that they're going to stay, I think it's almost more just boilerplate typical to let this process Go that way. I mean, look yeah. what Mitch Marner did. Yeah. You know, and I think – I don't think there's another team he would have wanted to play for other than Toronto. But yeah. you got to get your money however you got to get it. So I think that they're just going to start – and to avoid those sort of lockout holdouts or whatever, you're going to you're gonna start to see these more, hey, we're going to give you the opportunity to go explore other teams at this year. Yeah. And just because we know this is what it is. Yeah. You know it, does, it seems to make sense, more sense for both sides because yeah. if – if you're the on the team side, you're not locked up. You're not, I was to a say, bust. this guy, this if this guy, ha- it's only one. You don't have the Bobby Ryan had, situation. Yeah, he bets on himself and it doesn't work out. Then you can, you know, after three years, be like, well, shouts out Bobby Ryan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but hell of a contract, man. Yeah. Uh, so it does make sense. Corey Perry. If you're on the other, if you're the player and you do do well, you're going to end up with an even bigger contract at the end of that, I feel like. Absolutely. So, I but, mean, it just seems like that's the way leagues go. Because I think before even so, it would, it almost had, like, a bad look on the player, too. Yeah. You know, made, you know the whole players look greedy thing. Yeah, like, which is fucking dumb. Deading that concept yeah. in the NHL, which they need to. They do. But circling back around to the Hurricanes, would you be surprised if Svechnikov ends up with, like, a two-year deal, three-year deal? I feel like he's right on that cusp of, like, where – what we're saying, like, you need to give these talented players the opportunity to explore shit, and he's so solid in there with the team, and this is where he is. It's yeah. right on that and line. I, and I think he's a guy, the team, like, it's to some extent, like with Marner, when you have a guy, you know he's the guy. You gotta... Also, you gotta similar vein to the Dubois situation where he goes, well, hey, I'll stay for fucking eight for 10 mil. Yeah. 
we just might go, okay, this is fetch. Make sick. Yeah, please don't go. So, you know, I hang think, out, hang out, I hang think out. that's probably the, where that balancing act leans. Yeah. It's just giving him whatever he would want, but it's still, I think, teetering on, you, I would, you know. I would be a little surprised if it was two years. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like four. In the end, like the four year, like, I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head how old. Right. That would put him at, but like by a year or two of his free agency, maybe something like that. Yeah. And then let him go like in that four to six range, pay him like, I guess the only other thing I could see is some deal where we get him for one more year restricted just to be safe. Yeah. That's like the only thing I see us doing on the low year count. Yeah. Put it off for a year situation. Yeah. Some shit like that. I don't know. Qualify him and. But, uh, someone's coming for that shit. That's yeah. a, that'd be the problem. We qualify him. I bet someone's coming for Fetch's contract. Oh, yeah. dog. Like, we'll pay you a fucking mm-hmm. how much you want. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, fucking fucking trades. Trades in 2021. So trades this season will have to abide by the local uh, guidelines, the jurisdiction guidelines for the uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind. Say, for example, you're Toronto and you want to trade us, you want to trade David Ayers to the Hurricanes so they can have him as their starting goaltender because he's that good. What do you, uh, you know, how do you make that work? How does, yeah. how does he leave the country? Can he leave the country? Can I he come into our state? I think if he comes, I, well, the problem I think would be whoever we send to Canada. I think they, That's what I'm I think asking. What's da- the, David Ayers shows up in North Carolina. North Carolina is like, Fucking welcome, dog. You know what I'm saying? I think you got to, like, stay in your room for a couple of days, I think. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just but, put this thermometer in your mouth. Someone else has used it. You're good, Bo. <laughs> welcome to NC. And then you got whoever we send up there. We send, we trade Nino for him. Yeah. Nino gets up there, there. He's, like, knocking on Canada's front door. And they're like, fuck off, eh? Can't come you in, know, eh? the fucking Monsters, Inc. suits. And yeah. they just fucking put him into a <laughs> metal casing. But, yeah, it seems like, I mean, it's really going to... I just got a picture in my head of Nino Niederreiter frozen carbonite, like Han Solo. <laughs> it looks like him when he skates. Ooh, burn. Damn. He's slow skater, burn. Damn. Oh, I love Nino, dude. I take it back. That joke would have been way good if you didn't throw all those extras on it on the end. Well, because I felt bad about it, dude. Why? Uh, Fuck Nino. I, see? Look at you. See? <laughs> but it kind of makes it impossible to send anyone up to Canada. Yeah, like how do how do each, these divisions how do you trade across these divisions? If do it's like if they have like a two week quarantine rule, I mean, in this season, two weeks is like fucking. It's twenty games. Bro. It's, it's like a fifth of the fucking season, dude. Like, <laughs> better get them figured out now. Yeah, I mean, t- rosters are gonna be like it's like fantasy. Rosters are gonna be fucking locked in. Oh yeah, I think you you'd know? have like unlimited goaltenders though. No three, right? We're gonna have three goaltenders. Hey, David well, it actually worked out perfect because Nadalkovich is on that uh, one year, one way, one year deal. So we get to just so, have so, him so just there. is is Ayers going to be able to play or not? It's all fucking. Well, training. he. I mean, we're definitely going to have to trade Mrazek away for Ayers. That's just what we got to do. Whatever we got to do, he sh- dude. He almost shut out the Toronto Maple. All I care about. He's disgusting. He's the best. Speaking of the best, Jared Spurgeon, captain. the most obvious choice for the captain, uh, captaincy of the Minnesota Wild. Is it? I get. Why not Suter? Why not Rask? <laughs> the real question. The trade was one for one. Trade Nino back, make him the captain. Trade Nino back, make him the captain? I'll take it, dude. Why is Jared Spurgeon the captain? He is a great defenseman. No, yeah, yeah, he's great. Love him. Like, he's, Didn't he just resign? Or like a year ago? Probably. I think or was it kind Dumba? Of recently. I think Dumba did very... I think you might be thinking of the Dumba. Yeah. But 
think. I guess Suter is. I mean, he's he's older. What is he's like thirty two. Yeah, he's on the end of his career. Right? Or it, like would, that. it would be more of like a courtesy to give him the C rather than like this is the direction of the team. Yeah, you know? and I think I do think Minnesota's trying to slowly but sur- surely churn forward past these past couple years and just fucking. What a like low key. Minnesota's had, I mean, we, it's been more obvious in the past couple seasons with the rash trade and things like that and the use of Eric Stahl. But um, what a horrible, horrible management. Oh, yeah. They, a hard know. turn, too. Like, they had a really good team. Yeah. And then... I, I think a lot of it had to do with Dubna getting a little cold. Yeah. And then um, Parise and, and Suter just got a little old, too, a little quickly. Yeah. Age caught up with them very fast. Yeah, Koivu getting old, too. Yeah. But then just around that, a good management team takes those good pieces and puts uh, a younger team around it. You got to find the hidden talent. And yeah. That is not what like happened. Minnesota looked at what St. Louis did when they won the cup and were just like, could have been us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not just like that year per se, but yeah. just like that roster style. Yeah. And that no, makeup sure. of players. For sure. You know, like they got they got their cup before Petrangelo left type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to capitalize on who you have. But yeah, Spurgeon definitely deserving of the C. Yeah. Big deal. Still just one of those things where I think a lot of people, especially way outside of that market and news media outlets, just don't think about him a lot. Yeah. You know, real quiet personality. He's not a big presence player. Yeah. Um, you know, he does his thing. I he's not showing up on highlight reels and stuff. I think he's got some offensive upside. But he's not, you know what I'm saying, he's not doing fucking... He's no anything. Justin Falk. He's no Justin Falk. If he's anything, I think that's like kind of who he is, though. Justin Falk? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that he's a little better. He's a little better. I'm not saying he's not better. I'm just saying that that's just like play style. Okay. Yeah. I, it makes sense. I could be dead ass wrong. Who knows, dude? It's in Minnesota. Dude, Minnesota, it's not like they call it the hockey town or anything. We dude. don't play him. Yeah, we don't play him. Good, good job, NHL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. That's pretty good. Dude, um, did so. you see it came out? Mike Tyson on shrooms during his boxing fight with Roy Jones Jr., Crazy. Not, su- not surprised. Though. Not surprised, but just can you imagine? Like, I can't imagine just having to like be in an actual boxing match like that. Just let like, alone on like a pay per view streamed event. Yeah, and like worth like, hundreds of thousands, about, like, psychedelic millions of people get in my head. Oh yeah, dude, fucking just start I crying. Just, like, eyes, just, <laughs> yeah, literally, dude, just start crying like in the acid, ring, dude. But, like still, fucking. Um, and the, it makes like everything that was happening just how weird when he left like mid interview, walked the wrong way, came back, then had to like walk back up the ramp. Like just that's some that's just some high tripping. shit, dude. That's just some like oh what am I over here? Oh no over here, no over here. We should we should do shrooms on this podcast. Do it and but not tell anybody, but just be real weird for a fucking. No, well I guess or even more so like do them on the podcast. Like okay. He did. But not say that we're doing it. We're just, like, just do, yeah. You just want to be just like casually. We're just talking, just like eating. <laughs> and someone listening, we're like, that's what eating mushroom sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's watching. But they're like, no there's one. no way they're doing that. But it sounds like they're eating mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's but dude, yeah, went on that impulsive podcast, which I think Mike Tyson told him that uh, Floyd Mayweather's gonna fuck him up, which is good. You know, he yeah. should he should definitely let him know. But he went on there and. They were like holding a bunch of mushrooms, and the guy was like, "Do this some give me this fits." <laughs> he was like, "Do this a lot of mushrooms." He's like, I'll "I ate bags of this shit, dude," <laughs> and then took it and just probably munched on him for you know five minutes till he got that mouthful of dirt down. Mm. And I'm, I'm I kind of want to see the rest of the podcast, but then I'm reading he's eating fucking. 
four grams of that shit a day. Like, he's probably not weird at all. You know what I mean? His brain just must be fucking pudding. Dude, that, all those fucking punches and then yeah. just, like, smoking weed and fucking Doing eating mushrooms. mushrooms. I'm sure it also helps with any pain he's might be oh, yeah. upset, but still. Well, any of the, you know, PTSD cog- of it Your all. cognitive fucking ability is just... It's just all, it's just all mixed up. Yeah. It's got to be. Because on top of all that... He is Mike Tyson. Like I feel like even if Mike Tyson never boxed and never did drugs, I feel like Mike Tyson still. Bro, he had he had pigeon coops. He had a lot. Of, he, he, he had a whole a whole show about that and shit. Like, bro. It's a weird motherfucker. He was, he was like, a detective with pigeons. Bro. Weird motherfucker. Like I love what it. What it is? Shout out Tyson, dude. Um, I think Roy Jones is pissed. It's like that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I almost got my ass beat by a motherfucker on shrooms. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, sober. exactly what he's He doing. was just on a bunch of testosterone. He's like getting ready for it. And Mike Tyson just like, I'm gonna be real high about it. Like, I'm <laughs> I mean, for all we know, you know, I don't know, I don't know Roy Jones Jr.'s vices, but he could have been on the bottle or something. That's, been, <laughs> That's like, true. Me too. That's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Comes out just like they go in the middle of the ring, and Roy Jones is like, "This man smells like blunts right now." <laughs> <laughs> they probably smoked together before the fight. <laughs> like, right, he, they're like, "Man, let's, let's go take care of this shit." <laughs> they didn't tell Roy that he could smoke. He's like, "Wait, bro, I could have been high for this." Like, <laughs> like bro, it's bullshit. Just makes him ready. Makes him want to fight more and shit. I would have been smoked up, dude. Well, that's pretty funny. All right, did we do it? I think so. I gotta dude. get back on Tarkov, man. We gotta, yeah, fuck Chad's you, dude. waiting for me, dude. Oh shit, dude! He, he like needs my help, bro. Right? <laughs> hey, dude, that game is so immersive and fucking crazy, dude. Him and I were playing the first like few gunfights we got in were just hilarious because of his like his reaction to it all <laughs> and like just not knowing where stuff's coming from. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like, oh shit, oh jo- Josh, Chad, what's where's that from? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just getting shot. Right, well, don't move. All right, I'm not gonna move. Is that you? That looks. Like, is that you? <laughs> Are there name tags above people? Or is it just you two? You got to know what nope. each other looks like. You got to know facts. Yeah, and so like if I'm shooting over his shoulder, if he just like without remembering on behind him goes to the left, he takes one in the back of the head. He's dead. Damn, you can kill each other even though you're homies. Very much so. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm not surprised by yeah. that. There's there's zero like. The only the only thing that lets you know that you're a team is that you spawn at the same time. Mm. I think you could technically invite randoms, spawn in together, kill them and take their shit, and turn on them on an instant. And so you know, without knowing who you're spawning in with, you probably don't just want to load in with anybody. Yeah, I was one, the you other should day. Do that. You should the other day I was just spamming people in just to see what would happen, <laughs> just see what happened. And like I probably like within five minutes invited like a good 40, 50 people. Nobody, nobody joined me. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, Makes I sense. wouldn't play with me, but you know. Dude, I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I want to go try to find a video. You know, how people try to like make friends in, in like Warzone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to try to find a video of someone trying to do that in Tarkov. Just see if it ever I'm sure works. it happens. I'm sure it does, yeah. but how just and then pink. <laughs> Which is funny. It's, I don't even understand how that happens a lot of the time, you know? Yeah. You I mean, get, that's like some real gamer like telekinesis shit. You yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta be like, this move, this dude's moving kind of friendly right now. Just yeah. like, just like, <laughs> it's a weird instinct to yeah. pick up on. <laughs> this person weird. who's loaded up this program to kill me virtually doesn't seem like they want to kill. Yeah, me. I'm not like, getting the killing me vibe from this one, dude. They Let's just go. wait. They just dropped a bunch of money. Well, what if I drop a bunch of money? 
All right, we're vibing. Oh, we're chill. Oh, we're chilling. Oh shit! <laughs> Actually, I watched this. I watched this video. Uh, I watched this video the other day, or just this morning. It was one of those fucking YouTube TikTok yeah. things. I, who was it? Was you telling me about yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was watching one of those. And apparently, they never fixed. Uh, Activision hasn't fixed the loadout glitch where you can mm. lay, have mm. it land on you, and you're inside of it, and you're invisible to other players, and you can shoot people from inside the loadout crate. So this motherfucker does it, and this guy pulls up in a car. Gets out. He's all British about it. So he's like, he's like, all right. He's like, oh look, yeah, bloke can't see me. Pop, 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 pop. I'm not gonna kill him though, because he's like, I don't want to get banned for exploiting. And then he's like, <laughs> and then he goes, he goes. Now if he if he works it out that he can kill me with the car, I'll let him kill me. Because he's like, he's got like a car there, and you can just hit the crate. And then, but he, so he's, the guy's like looking at him. He's like sort of looking at him. And then he, the guy who shows up. Starts getting in a separate gunfight. He's like, oh, oh, he's getting sniped. Hold on. And then he fucking shoots the third party, <laughs> kills him. He's like, gotcha, mate. <laughs> and then the guy comes back, and then he's still, like, hanging around. He's like, oh, wait, oh, I think he's worked it out. Yep, he's getting in the car. All right, yep, so here it goes. And then he runs him over, dude. <laughs> Broken dead-ass game, man. Broken game. That's dude. funny. Dude, when he sniped the other guy, that was so perfect. Yeah, gotcha. You that- imagine being that dude just like, whoop. What? <laughs> What's going on right now, dude? I almost just got killed, but I didn't. And then there's this dude. Now he's dead. I'm just going to run over this loadout box. <laughs> I am stressing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, we still got Cold, we got cold War, dude. Fucking Great game. Running it in threes, bro. We were fucking, yeah, dude, we were face-off fucking, is fun. Dude, face-off is fun. Could be us. You think we want to play with James? We don't. <laughs> James going mouse and keyboard on his Xbox, dude. <laughs> we would love to replace you, but we can't because you be playing. You, Jacob. What's up, dog? <laughs> Where can they get us if they want a game with us? Dude, if you want to drop in with Josh and Tarkov because he totally won't kill you, hit us up at Tarkov Pod. No underscore respect. The fucking underscore if you're listening, check us out on YouTube. Everything is on video. We got the scrum every Wednesday. You can get me at Jacob, J-A-Y underscore C-O-B-B-B-Josh. Dylan. Already you, T-Bags, your mom, 69420, lowercase x, capital X.